Hey guys, just a courtesy spoiler warning for this episode. If you haven't seen the film, um, you may want to be a bit cautious with this one. G'day listeners, welcome back to Full Metal Movie Reviews. Uh, it's been a while, but uh, we finally decided to come together again and, and uh, watch a movie that we thought was worth our time. Um, this week we'll be reviewing Tom Cruise vehicle, American Made. With me to discuss is Dave in Sydney. How are you, Dave? Good, mate. Good. You good? It's been a while. It's been a minute since you were last on. Yeah, I, I was having a look at the, uh, the list there of... Um what you guys have been releasing it seems like i have missed a couple mr atomic blonde which i was uh semi hard to watch but didn't really uh, get a chance to watch that one and a few others but uh, I'm, I'm glad I, this was a good one to come back in on well the good news is dave you feel free to go back watch them and then give your two cents whenever you feel like we're pretty loose with the rules here bud pretty loose with the rules um and join us first time ever uh it's been a long long time fan he um, gave, decided to give him a Guernsey to see if he'd come and have a bit of a chat, a chinwag with us. Uh, Chance, from, also from Sydney. How are you going, bud? Yes. Hello, Sam. Dave? <laughs> you good, mate? <laughs> good start. Good start. Uh, th- thanks for having me on. Yes, been an avid listener for the last four hours. So, Well, we decided to bring you on for your Tom Cruise knowledge and your expertise. So be prepared to answer yeah, it's, uh, questions. Good, good move on your part, considering a I haven't watched the movie we're reviewing, and b I haven't watched half the movies you have reviewed. So <laughs> that's a, some good that's scouting the fun. there. That's, that's, fun. that's I, I, I bet anyone that listens to any of these wonders if any of us have actually seen the films that we talk yeah. about. Sometimes, well, I, I listened to your Dunkirk um, episode because obviously, Dave, we watched that watched that one together in seventy mil, and um, yeah, some good. Some good discussion around that. Was a, like, was a good movie. How'd you like my history lesson? Actually, history lesson was good because uh, that's the type of context you're trying to get in Wikipedia and after the third paragraph, it's just too much to take <laughs> in. So. <laughs> uh, those uh, are the witticisms. But, that's why we've got you on board, Chance. All right. Yeah, it's those, it's those yeah. Weird, the, yeah, the witticisms. Okay, so this week, as I, as I said, mentioned in the um, intro, we'll be discussing American American Made. Um, luckily for you, listener or listeners, Dave and myself did venture out yeah, and um, <laughs> go see this film. <laughs> Dave, what are your initial thoughts? Uh, initial thoughts. Uh, so yeah, initial thoughts. Pleasantly surprised mm. um, because I had some when we were talking about what movie to go watch. I was like man, this is going to start to be a chore if I have to start watching garbage films. <laughs> and 
with Tom Cruise's, you know, last, what, five or six years of filmmaking, yeah. I was like, this is probably going to be a very average, uh, a very average movie. But um, no, I'm happy to admit I was wrong. Yeah, and I, um, I share that sentiment exactly 100%. So I was going a bit of trepidation when this, I saw the trailer, I was like, oh yeah, how good can this be? And then uh, early reviews said this is actually an entertaining romp, based on somewhat based on a true story, um, and could not agree with you more. It's probably, I'd say, one of my most f- enjoyed movies of this year. And right. Oh. And well, yeah, and it's, it's just been a relief just to not see a guy in a CGI costume fly around a CGI city fighting a CGI monster. So it was actually just one of those movies that didn't go for long, and maybe oh, I don't know, maybe just under two hours, but it was just entertaining from start to start to end, completely. Um, for, for the benefit of anyone who hasn't seen it, or. Yeah. So current participants who haven't even bothered to even watch the 30 seconds of the trailer, yeah. can you um, give us a quick rundown of what it's <laughs> For sure. <laughs> All right. So basically this is um, uh, set on the uh, – based on the life of a, um, pilot called American pilot called Barry Seal. Can I and- stop you just there, Sam? Sorry. You might- uh, Chance, have you seen Narcos on Netflix? Uh, uh, I, I, know, I know the series – um, I haven't okay. seen it. Have you, so, have you seen any of the Pablo Escobar like docos or anything like that yet? Oh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, fa- I'm, you know, fairly familiar with what it's all about. Cool, cool. All right, I was just wondering, Sambo, because if um, it might have had actually been a bit easier the context there, because the character gets referenced. Um, yeah, well, I mean, yeah. yeah. So basically, he um, gets roped into flying planes into South America for this initially for the CIA, and then oh, right. and then Pablo Escobar. Um, make, becomes aware of this American who's flying planes in, uh, or flying weapons, I think. Sorry, is it to Guadal- uh, Nicaragua or whatever? What's that country, Dave? It's not important. Uh, it's some, it's some shithole in South America. Yeah, <laughs> and he's basically <laughs> flying he's, he's flying weapons into some rebels in South America, backed by the CIA. Yeah. Published by the... No, 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 no. It's photos. Photos. Oh, it's photos. photos first. Sorry, apologies. He's doing recon- low-flying reconnaissance missions. Yeah. Um, so this is a commercial pilot. By the way, chance. Yep. for TWA um, so, apparently, according to the yeah. Wikipedia entry. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Under plot. So, you know, his his Monday to Friday was was pretty boring. Mm. Yep. So yep. I guess uh, yeah, he was he was easily roped into doing some um, some cool shit. Yeah. CIA. Yeah, and basically through the course of uh, a sequence of events, he gets himself into a bit of a pickle. And he seems to be caught in a rock between a rock and a hard place. So he, um, in order to prevent jail time, he, um, he double crosses Pablo Escobar, and uh, yeah, that. And then the DEA or the American DEA accidentally outs him as an informant by releasing some images on TV, and that ends up killing him. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> It's cool. pretty much it's, but it's played kind of the facts are very. It's a very loosely based uh, story. It says based on a true story, but I, I question how much of it is actually accurate. Mm. Um. Oh yeah. Awesome. All right. Like oh, there's a definite some embellishment, but first question. Bit of cre- yeah, creative license. First question, Davo. How much do you think this is real? In terms of the whole plot. <laughs> 
Um, that's one that little yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I reckon just maybe twenty percent. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, think twenty, thirty percent, maybe. It's um. So the, the the I mean, let's be honest. You have to embellish most true stories to get sort of make make them have sort of some cohesion from a plot perspective, right? Um, sure. But I think one of the major differences is that um, in the movie, the CIA actually approach him to, to do these low, low reconnaissance flights. Um, because I think, it's not entirely made clear, but in real life, he was ex-Air uh, ex Force. So he had some, ex, you know, some exposure to military procedure. Um, but in real life, apparently um, he got notoriety because he was flying TWA, but was caught or wrapped up into a cons- conspiracy to fly C4 detonators and charges to anti-Castro um, activists in Mexico. And then he got fired from TWA. So he actually, he was never left TWA, he got fired. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. What a fool. So, so it's questionable as to whether he was, like the CIA was behind that. I don't know, but... Um, uh, I think it's... The, the reason why I asked that question is because I reckon Tom Cruise... He never. He, I think he had some sort of maybe clause in his contract to not look like a bad guy. If that makes sense. <laughs> is it? Can I ask? Yeah. Is this? Is this like a blood sport? True story. <sighs> no, it, no, legit. The guy did go fly South America, and he did take those photos. So actually, that, speaking on on on. Sorry to, to the one who hasn't seen it. Um, have you both seen Argo? Yeah. Oh, I've seen fifty percent of it. Yeah. Right, so is it is it on that same vein where it's you know yeah that's a true story, but you know a bit of creative license was taken into it. Is, um, is it along that line of, or do you think it's a bit more? Um, I think uh, the last half of the movie is pretty much spot on. So what happens is he basically um, the CIA give up on him and he's on his own, and then the CIA informs the DEA and the local um, authorities about what he's doing. Barry Seal, what his like, what his, his operations are. So they bust him with guns and and drugs and whatnot and money. And to get out of that, he makes a deal with the DEA to to get information or reconnaissance on um, some some South American uh, politicians who are in cahoots with Pablo Escobar. So then justify so was... America. Wait, then to then justify American intervention in the region. So right. that that last half of the movie where he's double crossing Pablo Escobar, that's that seems to be legit. Righto. Yeah. So it's it's the first half I'd say is is uh, is pretty much you know you know how these films like Scarface, Blow, you know all the, the conventional you know rag to riches drug stories, the the climb you know Wolf of Wall Street. The fun part is all yep. in about the, how he gets to the top. And that's like all. That's pretty much all the entertainment, and then the fall is yep. pretty steep. So that's pretty much that seems to be pretty real. Yeah, yeah. But Dave, to my point earlier, I think Tom Cruise, because um, he, I just don't think he can be seen as a controversial or bad guy or like a shady character. So he writes in every movie he has to be the hero sort of thing, just for his public perception. So he always makes it look like he's uh, doing the right thing in his movies. Like you know how he's doing the the um um he was helping out at the uh, was it the salvos the sorry the Salvation Army 
Homeless uh, shelter. That was his community service, though. It was yeah, still but... community service. <laughs> you got, in real life, you got 11 years, and then you had to do the DA deal to get that get off of that. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, so, so instead of handing out whiskey to the homeless, like legit, the, the, the real life Barry Seagal was the dodgy dude, right? So I just think it's funny yeah. that I reckon Tom Cruise had some influence that, that he just, you know, didn't want to come across as being that extreme. Oh, fair enough, man. Uh, you see that shit all the time, right? There's yeah. all the, uh, like, uh, what's his name? Um, the bold guy from the Fast and Furious. Um, Vin, oh, Diesel. Vin Diesel. And, yeah, him and mm. The Rock or whatever having in their contracts where they can't lose fights or something. So <laughs> when they first fought each other, they had to draw. So like just they, just like back in the WWE. Be... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like just outrageous shit like that. So it wouldn't surprise me at all if if that's actually um, what he had. But you know, in saying that, Sambo in Tropic Thunder, he wasn't exactly the um, the greatest of characters. Uh, no, but he had a lot of. I think he had a lot, a lot of uh, cosmetic slash, you know, plastic, ridiculously satirical. Yeah, and ridiculously satirical. And I just don't think the intention yeah, was true. to take that guy seriously from the get go. Whereas this guy's a, a lead in a movie, so um, I don't know. I just feel yeah. like he always has to play like a lovable larrikin, and they can never play like a serious sort of like conflicted. I mean, he's only ever really done that once in that movie. Uh, is it Collateral? The one when he plays the assassin. Um, Shit! Now you're testing my memory. Hey? Um, the one you know when he runs in, in, in Jamie Fox, and in Jamie Fox is driving him around. Yes, that's, yeah. oh, that's right. right. Oh yeah, yeah he takes him. Hostage. Yeah, 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 exactly. Is that collateral? Yeah. Oh, the same thing is called collateral. Yeah, that is collateral. Yeah, with, no, yeah with you're Jamie, right, Sam. That's, Jamie Foxx. That's collateral. Yeah. Yeah. And even at the end, he, instead of killing killing Jamie Foxx, which he clearly can do and he's capable of, he just doesn't. He just lets him go. And again, I reckon that's Tom Cruise saying, no, nah, I can't kill him because I'm Tom Cruise. That actually wasn't uh, so bad of a film. Mm. Yeah, that all one's right. all right, too. Yeah. From, from memory. Getting back to it, Sam. Yeah, so like... I don't know. I just think that I think that was probably you know. There's some obviously there's, they're going to take some liberties with the story, but I just I think Tom, I think TC said no way am I doing X, Y, and Z if it makes me look like a bad like a bad person. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Nah. Fair call. Yeah. And I think it played in its favour as far as the film goes. I'm totally fine with that. Mm. Mm. Um. What did you think of like how how pretty much on cue maybe every 15 minutes the premise or the story just got more ridiculous and more ridiculous and more fantastical. Like the CIA finds out he's dealing drugs or flying in drugs. And he's like, wait, you want me to keep going? <laughs> and then the DA, he gets busted and he only gets community service. And the DA are like, he gets flying him to Washington. He's like, wait, you want me to keep going? <laughs> like he just, he never, he never really had any consequences. Yeah, he's, he's the gringo that always fucking delivers. Right. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> I bought it, man. I bought yeah. that whole hook, line, and sinker. I was like, yeah. yep, I get it. This is this is the way. And to be honest, I, as ridiculous as that all seems, the shit that we know historically that the CIA has been involved in, mm. right, mm. and some of the crazy schemes and, you know, testing with psychedelics and all that sort of shit, mm. and all shit. the stuff that, you know, they may or may not have done through Vietnam with, you know, their own drug running or whatever, and that's probably going to go into the realm of conspiracy theory there so i apologize for that <laughs> but 
I, I, this actually wouldn't surprise me if this sequence of events actually did occur that way. Mm. Like, I, I think they didn't, they didn't escalate it to the point where it was complete disbelief. Every time I saw that shit, I'm like, I reckon there's an element of truth in that. Like, it made me wonder. I'm like, fuck, I wonder if they really did do that. You know what I mean? Like, it didn't just instantly kill it for me. Like, I think they kept it, um, kept it within check. Mm. Yeah, and, and to that point about, too much. about to that point about CIA, um, it's pretty yeah, it's pretty funny how convoluted they 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 get. So, chance in the movie they um show I think it's Jimmy Carter I don't know saying about how they're not going to get involved with you know f- you know foreign affairs and and, and, and yeah yeah, yeah. Although they're basically they're not worried about other countries, right? We, then, we all know how that turns out. Yeah, and then basically <laughs> all these South American countries start to turn to communism. So like Cuba and, well, Cuba was a bit, a bit before, but like Nicaragua. Oh, how do you say that dumb country's name? Nicaragua. It's in Central yeah. America before um went communist. Mm. And I think Reagan wanted to, the new president Reagan wanted to invade or, or, or kick them out. But everyone's like, no, nah, this is just going to be another Vietnam. So what they do <laughs> is they backhanded try to kick them out by getting the CIA to... To get these, um, get supply weapons and um, and training to these um, contras, which are like the, re- yeah. <laughs> the rebels, but the contras aren't really interested in fighting rebellion. They just want to make like make money. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just like ludicrous <laughs> how Tom Cruise is exploiting this whole situation by what does he do? He ends up he he, he gives he, he trades gives the, the cocaine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he he trades the the weapons that he's supposed to give to the Contras, he gives to yeah. cash, uh, to um, Pablo. Narcos, yeah. Pablo, and he gives the cocaine from Pablo to the Contras. Yeah. So the Contras <laughs> so basically, Yeah, so the yeah, Contras oh, okay, right, right. Sell, right, and make their money. Yep. So yep. <laughs> he's basically like just, a pretty, like, it's a, it's an arbitrage, pretty right? Pretty crazy like web. A, yeah, but it's like, it's, well, I get it. He, he saw an opportunity. Mm. And yeah, yeah, exactly, and that's kind of what he's saying. He's like, "Well, I'm American. This is a free market. I need to make money." <laughs> I love that. I love that attitude. The bit that I did find a bit ridiculous, which mm. I was them actually flying the Contras to the USA, yeah, smuggling people in to try and train them on the US soil. Yeah. I can't imagine they ever would have done that. I don't think. I, I, I'm not sure if that's true. Um, I, I, yeah, I highly doubt that's true. And the funny part, I, I found that actually really funny because you just knew that none of them wanted to stay. So Chance, they had like a scene where they had him in the truck and then the army gets opens up the back of the truck and says, wait a minute, we went to have 15 and there's only like nine left because the country, as soon as, they yeah. get the, as soon as they get into the USA, they just bolt. <laughs> 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 oh my God. Oh, uh, as you'd expect. This is all like, this was legitimately like a black yeah. sort of dark comedy. It was, it was pretty hilarious. Pretty hilarious. It would have surprised me if, if nah, some of that was. Good. It actually, yeah, it did, it did have um, it, it had pretty good um, pretty good beats like mm. critically. Yep. Yeah, go on. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was going to say, what did you think of like Tom Cruise's southern accent? Uh, look, I mean, I'm not American, so I don't listen to these guys twenty four seven. So it was fine enough for me. Like, it didn't. I didn't find it irritating or wrong or anything like that kind of just I didn't notice it after a while to be honest man 
Yeah, that's true. I mean, I thought he pulled it off pretty well, actually. I thought it, it never went away. And as I was like, even when he was like panicked or like running around getting shot at, it was, he always had that southern draw. So it was actually, yeah, I thought, I thought, honestly, this is like legit one of TC's best performances in like the past 15 years. Really? Yeah, this is like oh, uh, fifteen years actually. Yeah, cool. uh, yeah. Well, what's 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 fifteen years? That's two thousand, right? I mean, it's yeah. not not too far away. So you're probably well, probably uh, not too off the mark. Rob and I did this. I think in a cager, we said, "All oh, right, has Tom Cruise made a good?" Because we were discussing like how we didn't want to go see. Um, we had no interest in seeing the Mummy because it just got shit reviews. And yes, yeah, so I did listen to that episode. Yeah, and we had a debate <laughs> about when Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise's like last good movie. If you take out um, he um, what should call it Mission Impossible um, series, his like yeah, he was a big fan movie. of that. I uh, was a huge fan of that. Yeah, his last good movie was um, probably Edge of Tomorrow. All that, and that's like, that's an okay movie. But fuck, man, this yeah, guy... I, yeah, this is better than Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, yeah, for, for, yeah hands down. Yeah, hands I didn't down. mind Edge of Tomorrow, but um, that's the last movie I'd seen of him. Um, mm. Because that was anything on the plane showing at the time, so. Well, let's go. Okay. <laughs> His last, so I guess, no, Minority Report was 2002. Oh, that's still. Okay. Oh, yeah, the well, last Samurai, though, 2003. Yeah, and Collateral like a... was 2004. Collateral 2004. All right. War of the Worlds, that was garbage. All right, we'll say uh, like yeah. the last I, I, didn't, years. I didn't see Valkyrie. Was Valkyrie any good? Oh, that was entertaining. It wasn't outstanding. That's okay. And no, then, I, mean, I know from the last podcast, not to talk about Jack Reacher, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's spotty. Like, uh, yeah, it, he's had a spotty. Mm. But to be honest, man, his whole career has probably been spotty. Like, no, no way. If you look. Are you kidding me? He's, he had some fucking hits, man. The Outsiders, Risky Business. All the right moves. Top Gun, The Color of Money, Cocktail, yeah, is this, Rain is, Man. Is this, where talk, is this where we talk about Cocktail? Is this, <laughs> is this the time for Cocktail? <laughs> it could be the time for Cocktail. But in all seriousness, though, I, I don't believe they were... Cocktail isn't... Yes, for us, it's... Okay, I think it's an awesome film, but I don't think it is an awesome... Like, it's not... It's not going down in the annals of film... Like history man like it's a pretty it's actually a pretty terrible movie like when you watch it like it's no one's gonna remember that's the reason why I'm here Dave alright well Dave how about you know this I mean? like alright well how about this for yeah. a string of hits Rain Man Born on the 4th of July Days of Thunder A Few Good Men The Firm and then Mission Impossible the first one so if give me if a break these are hits man it's body. Since 1981 Okay, he's been according to his filmography, he's been in business. So that's that's almost that's thirty five years, right? You take mm. the first sixteen, seventeen, compare the last last sixteen, seventeen. You know, yeah, it's definitely skewed to the front end. Yeah, for sure. For Interview sure. with a vampire. Um, yeah, I like, I'll pay that. But I'm just saying, I, I, like, as in, he's obviously his strike rate. Is sound like the guy's obviously a, a nine to fiver type actor, mm. but he's managed to yeah. do that his whole career, which I think is he's the guy that gets the exceeding A at work one year and then he has a lull the next <laughs> year. You know what I mean? He goes mm. back to a meeting B or whatever the fuck like the corporates want to classify you as, and then he rips out another good, 
good year where he lands a decent project. And then he yeah, goes, but... you know, then he has a year doing some sort of obscure religion and finding himself bullshit. <laughs> and then he comes back with like, you know, another this. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, can we get another good project out of him? And, and that's obviously what happened the last time when they're like the mummy. Oh, this, let's, you know, we'll get heaps of funding. we get the good project. Mm. And then it all falls to shit. And then the PII oh, we're I, trying I, to I, work out what we could do better. <laughs> and it's just American made just popped out, just just slid out on the side. Mm. So I don't know. It's yeah. like chance. I would say this is probably not only this is this TC's best film. Like I, I personally, do, I like, I enjoy his movies, and I know you take his personal stuff aside and whatever. Yes, I'm, I will I'm, do that. I'm, I'm someone who can actually <laughs> sit down. And just judge a person on the on the performance they gave in the film, like I'm um, like same with um, Mel Gibson, right? People shit on Mel Gibson because he's racist, and he probably is, right? He beats his wife. He probably does. <laughs> but if you give me a Mel let's, Gibson let's, film, let's not, not that we get into a. I'm not condoning that. I'm not saying. What I'm saying is, if you we want just me say to judge him on the, on the person or judge him as the artist, the two separate things. I'll watch his films and I can say I enjoy his films. Doesn't mean I condone his activities outside of that film i'm just saying i think he's a good actor and i think same with like bloody mel gibson whatever whatever they do outside is their personal life i don't couldn't give a shit about uh well i mean there's there's a limit to that to be fair but okay stop okay maybe probably the only (laughs) where i'll stop short is if you like pedophilia or um i don't know genocide perhaps well you don't you don't go to church anymore so i guess that's that's fair enough to prove that <laughs> but you know what i mean all right, all right. Like... so just to get back on track get to get back on track from what you're saying though i understand yeah. you're saying you judge yeah. uh but so what, what's your point though right? my point like, is are you saying people like, are you trying like are you making a claim on him and his caliber as an actor of his career yes we're we just talking about just this film or no what, what i'm what trying you, to say is there's there's probably a certain por- portion of the population that won't go see a Tom Cruise film because, oh, Tom Cruise, ooh, right? Yeah, yeah. Agreed. And my wife, partner, is one of those people. Um, sure. And I took her to this movie and she loved it. She actually had a really good time with this film. And that's my point is that don't judge Tom. Don't go, oh, this is a Tom Cruise film. I'm not really interested. Judge the film and I guarantee you most people will enjoy this film based on the, you know, the merits of, of it being a good movie. Sure. And I'm going to take that step back. Someone that's just seen The Mummy, someone that's seen fucking Jack Reacher, someone that saw Rock of Ages, someone that saw Night and Day, right? Someone that saw War of the Worlds. Are they turning around and saying, I'm going to go see this film because Tom Cruise is in it? Um, They're probably uh, putting a bicycle helmet on just to walk down the stairs because they're really <laughs> stupid. If you watch those films, you got no idea. But like, that's all, okay. So, Chance, oh. with your with yeah. your experience with Tom Cruise films, being that you haven't seen this film, and we just mm. fucking out of the blue called you up last minute to have a chat about this. With, did you have any intent on seeing this? I mean, your own comment was you hadn't even bothered seeing the trailer. You uh, yeah, like, that, yeah, that's thought? true. Uh, well, let's be honest. I didn't even know that this film existed. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I thought after the mummy, he'd surely hang up, but hang it up. But uh, no. Uh, uh, did we see? It? Was there a trailer about this in in, uh, in Dunkirk, Dave? I, I vaguely yeah, there was. There remember was. Play- Yeah, there was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it probably just would have been oh, you know, whatever. Tom Cruise. I'll just ignore it. 
Um, no, I, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have gone and seen it on my own accord. Uh, but you know, yeah. Well, well, but you know what? Me. Neither neither would I, man. I, I wouldn't yeah. have either. If it wasn't for doing this podcast and us wanting to go look for something, I wouldn't have bothered. Because I think that's that that's the type of actor he's been in mm. recent times. So yeah, well, fair call, fair Sam, call. to judge him on the quality of this film. I think he did a good job. I'd, I'd... All right, let me ask you this. Would this film have been as good if you had someone like um, uh, JGL, right? Or if you had like uh, Jake Gyllenhaal or if you had someone else like that? Like, do you think it would have been as a good film? No. So not, not even Joseph Gordon-Levitt, no, no one else like that. No. It had to be Tom Cruise. Well, I don't know. Maybe pick uh, an actor that isn't a wiener, but um, I probably Woody Harrelson. If uh, Woody Harrelson was in this, mm. that's a good call. Woody Harrelson, love that man. Love his art. Um, oh, that's a good call. I, I take what you're saying that that all actors are interchangeable, and it's the quality of the story slash script. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. I, no, no. I'm, I'm saying that's what I think Tom Cruise is. Oh. I'm not saying all actors are like that, man. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, yeah. I mean, we could probably talk about Tom Cruise and his filmography like fucking no end. And really, I guess you you, you probably would make an argument. Has there been so, an actor in modern day that you can name that's... I mean, I know Stallone has done... How many decades does Stallone span? Is he oh, across the most? 70s. 70s, yeah, 70s. surely. Yeah. Oh, well, definitely. I don't know about 60s. Oh, Rocky so came out Cruz 77. Misses out. Rocky came out 74 or 77. Pretty sure. Yeah, so he just yeah. misses out with, in 81 was Cruz's mm. first. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, I guess he's not the most longevity-wise. So he's up there. Do you think he still? So, do you think he still has the same box after the Mummy? Do you think this movie saves his box office appeal? Ooh, well, Rogue Team. Well, okay. the thing is though, his Mission Impossible films make bank. They still make bank. Like his last one made like six hundred something million worldwide. Like that's guaranteed cash. So, I think the. I guess the important question is: Is he still? a bankable star outside Mission Impossible and you'd argue he isn't because if go back 10 years and his only the only good films or films that have been watchable have been Mission Impossible, Ghost Protocol and Rogue Nation. But mm. this one is definitely, I think, if he keep, continues along this trend and making um, films that maybe aren't sort of like franchise starters because you look at the movies he's, he's done like um, Edge of Tomorrow, um, Jack Reacher and The Mummy, they're all kind of like, oh, let's get, let's pin a franchise on him. I think if he, just, if he just keeps making these sort of, you know, one-off films, then probably, I think he's still got some juice. Yeah, well, I mean, they all make bloody money, don't they? Because I, I think you're right, Sam, like the, the one-offs, because they're, they're pretty much all one, apart from Mission Impossible, obviously, they're all mm. pretty much one-offs, aren't they? And they still make, so the, I just went through his last six or seven films, arguably, majority of which aren't too great uh apart well apart from rock of ages oh my god that movie sucked. Um, <laughs> um which is not really obviously a uh you know not a, not a lead big lead guy but they all make tons of money mm. you know even war of the worlds box office 700 million 
<laughs> Huge, man. It's, it's yeah. So bankable, yes, but you know, what, well, what, I just what's, think what's, I, what's the I, hallmark? Yeah, exactly. I just think he's just got to maybe um, play more roles that are uh, that are different from what he's doing because, like Jack Reacher and Mission Impossible, were pretty much interchangeable. Um, Oblivion and Edge of Tomorrow, it's just Jack Reacher or um, Ethan Hunt in space. Um, the Mummy <laughs> is just Ethan Hunt facing the Mummy. Like you know what I mean? It's just got to yeah. he, this role. He is is probably his first role since Rock of Ages, which was let's face that that was probably a stretch too far for him to be in a musical. But this is probably his first movie where it isn't Ethan Hunt, you know what I mean, <laughs> in insert yeah. scenario. He's actually yeah. to, he actually has to act, if that makes sense. He So I guess all right, so my next Yeah, but he's is, done that. Do you, he has. And, and <laughs> do you think that if he goes down this road of going back to this type of movie, heading back to the, the Jerry Maguire type films of just mm-hmm. ripping out that let's just try and find a solid script and just make him like a normal lead man and actually get people to act to make the film successful do you reckon that um, this could be a step towards the uh, a new golden era for TC do you think we could actually start seeing him transition into the, um, the Michael Caines of the world do you see Tom Cruise oh, can't anything worse <laughs> 65 years old and just being that legendary, like, fucking um, yeah, Michael Caine S type actor. I couldn't live in that world, Dave. <laughs> I, I don't know that. Chet, seriously, go see this movie, man. And, and you'll ask yourself that question because you'll be like, shit, if, if he actually did just half decent films like this and didn't try to shoot, as Sam said, for those monster franchise type bullshit movies. He probably, you know, man. He probably yeah. could transition into the later years of his life as a as a serious yeah, well, actor. Uh, and again, back back to his first fifteen or twenty odd years, right? You you you're pretty much spot on, right? I mean, all these sort of disparate type roles, once offs, you know, bit of acting, <laughs> maybe not cocktail, but <laughs> you know, Rain Man. Yeah, that's a good film. I oh look, I think Dave touched your question. I would I would say he he him personally, he probably has a thing or a complex where he likes to be a producer, um, and he likes to do his own stunts and whatnot. So I don't see him like he's known for the guy that does stupid shit for the sake of doing stupid shit. Like yeah, look, it's Tom Cruise on top of that Dubai Tower. It's Tom Cruise fucking jumping out of a plane. It's Tom Cruise attached to a plane that's flying off. It's Tom Cruise jumping off a canyon. Like it's that's what he likes to do. So I get the impression he would he he probably doesn't or he wouldn't extend himself to do the acting stuff because it's not as fun as it would be to do to spend four months on a Mission Impossible set just jumping around. So probably no mm. to answer your question. Maybe yeah, when he's older. I mean, he's, proju- he's, a produ- he's a producer on all the Mission Impossible films. Yeah, he's like he's that yep. franchise. He took it over from the Palmer and made it into like the action franchise that it is. I think JJ Abrams also helps with that as well. Yeah, that's... He, he's been a producer Surprising for Mission Impossible since the beginning. Yeah, he has, hasn't he? Yeah. 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 yeah, fair call. Uh, mate, look, maybe he's not going to be the next generation's Michael Caine. Maybe we won't get to see him do some pretty, pretty cool old school shit. But um, 
I don't know. I, look, I, I thought this again. Coming back to it, it was a pretty. I thought it was well made. I thought like it didn't look cheap. Mm. Um, the scripting was pretty solid. No. The supporting actors were, you know, they were all oh, solid uh, characters. You just, and, you just jogged my memory. Okay. All right. This is the call. You now said I had, a, I had a call of the night that I wanted to make run past yeah. you. Okay. So Tom Cruise's wife, um, Barry Seal's wife. I can't remember her name. Was it Jodie? Oh God, I can't remember her name. Um, but she's played by Sarah oh, Wright, and she's like, you know, stunning blonde, right? Yeah, you know, just a beautiful six foot tall. Yep. Like she would never be a housewife in Arkansas ever because she would be, yep. you know, out in the clubs in LA or New York because that's her scene, right? But her brother <laughs> is like, um, <laughs> is like a, is like literally. <laughs> it's like it's like you know when you like um catch a tadpole and but it's like almost starts to go into a frog and it's just slippery and slimy but you can see like they've got a mouth and eyes but they're not formed they're just like slits is so is this sarah wright's real life brother no in the film in the film in the film the the, the dude the, the, the actor's called i think caleb laundry um he looks like caleb, just, caleb landry jones yeah, he looks like a freak, man. He's just like, I, I shouldn't. He, he definitely does. He, he's like a psychopath. He's like got that pasty white skin with the ginger freckles, and then just like he looks like a, that wispy mustache that can't grow out because he just can't grow a beard, and he's got that really slimy, oily hair, and he's got that psycho look in his eyes, like he's just you know done eight rails of coke, and he just wants to you know. He wants to kill a hooker, then bang a hooker in that order. Like that's his mentality. He was he was pretty psycho. Like <laughs> it was hilarious though. Like you never saw that coming. I never saw that coming. I was like, is this for oh, real? That oh was actually God. really really funny. Yeah, I like. I just didn't. I just got. That what was, world? Uh, what world do they sh- they share the same genes though? That's what I want to make. Like. You got the stunning, yeah. stunning bride, and then this this mutant. He's a mutant <laughs> brother. <laughs> well, crazy. actually, funny you say that, Sambo, because he was in X Men First Class as Cassidy. Oh, was he? Yeah. Oh, he, <laughs> he was. he's also in um that horror film Get Out. He plays he plays again another psycho brother in that film. So he's got that. Yeah, down right. That. He did the psycho brother. Get the top. But he happening. reminded me of some cheesy 80s uh, type characters man. Like, oh. but he was just yeah that was actually really um. he was revolting yeah like, revolting. I agree made you see <laughs> like you, you got your chop top and you're eating it and you're thinking, oh my god what is this guy <laughs> <laughs> like, even and then when that like he had that 15 year old girl on his arm how weird how what awkward. is that Chance that Chance, so Chance this dude rocks up to the house oh. he's stolen money to buy a new car doesn't give a fuck <laughs> that he's living with him and he blatantly says yeah I stole your money and I bought a new car and he's rocked up with a 15 year old chick like, and she looks like 13 and he's about to bang her he's about to give her some alcohol and bang her it's like what is this dude about just put a bullet in his head fuck how does that and how does this add to the story and, and the quality of the of the film <laughs> Oh, it's just because yeah. he's a creep and Tom Cruise... There's another, another layer that Tom Cruise has to deal with Barry Sue has to deal oh, with. Oh, okay, I'll see. I'll see. Yeah. Um, Apparently he was in Breaking Bad. So speaking of which, though... Yeah. Oh, was he? Um, speaking of which, Sam, 
getting back to the the quality of the film though. I have yeah. something I did enjoy, but it's a good point oh, to what we were talking wait, wait, about wait, wait. last time. Dave, before sorry to interrupt and get this before you get to that. The call was though. Sorry, you know, in um, always sunny yeah. Philadelphia. Yeah. Yep. The TV show. Don't you reckon the brother would have yeah. fitted in yeah, as yeah, a yeah. member of the um, O'Boyle <laughs> O'Doyle family? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like fucking. <laughs> was it a glass or whatever it is. shit in a row. <laughs> yeah, just be always uh, constantly Boyle, sweating. was it? Yeah, just yeah. constantly, constantly be sweating, <laughs> drinking milk, just being gross, <laughs> slimy. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh man, that is a funny call. Yeah, yeah. that. Oh uh, no, nah, fair call, man. Fair, fair call. Definitely. Um, he, yeah, slot straight in. Yeah. Slot straight in. I'd love to see like a um. He he would have had a pretty good side story. That guy. I wanted to hear <laughs> about the parking cars, <laughs> about his job you know. parking cars, man, and how they're all scratches and shit. That was God. funny. Yeah. Oh fuck. Oh, um, this movie's so good. This movie's so good. <laughs> well, all right. So getting back to that, I, I'm getting back to more of a film critique. I so I, I can't remember what episode it was where we were talking about um like caring about the characters on screen and stuff um, mm-hmm. and about them dying but I was actually genuinely surprised that I cared that he was killed at the end like I thought they actually did a pretty good job of making him so he obviously isn't like a hero type character no. I thought the development was solid enough and it was enjoyable enough and they got the a good half decent connection with the audience where I was like I actually was like oh man as if he had to like cop it in the head in the car park Mm. Had so, you had you heard heard about the story before you seen this, Dave? I, I knew this guy's existence through watching yeah. things like Narcos and other stuff because they referenced yeah. this crazy American like pilot that apparently could get anything in and out of the country and stuff. Yeah, right. So yeah, I right. knew of the character, but I didn't know. I didn't know that's how he ended up. Yeah, sure. So that, yeah, that's my point. So it's you know that's. You sort of yeah. you got more invested well, into it without well knowing what the, the actual end was. Well, see, basically, chance he he screws over the cartel and Pablo Escobar by for, taking photos of them, um, and um, he's now like he's he basically spends like thirty days wondering if he's going to die. So every day he like turns his car on, and he thinks it's, this is going to die, it's going to blow up, and he's like telling people, yeah. "Sorry, you have to move away. My car, I'm starting up my car." Keep the kids inside. Sorry, I'm starting up my car. <laughs> and the the way he actually dies is that I guess it's probably from the perspective of the cartel, is to make him live in fear for for a couple of days, or for thirty sure. or a month or whatever. But then they actually come up to him and shoot him in the face when he's in his car. So they're like, they wanted I guess to make him feel scared. And then that the actual death. Nah, I don't think it's that, man. I think you're reading that too much into it. Why? It, what do you mean? It was as simple as this. No, no, he, he, was, he was staying in a different hotel every night, which mm. is why he was doing the recording community in his boot. But he always went to the same location for his night duty. So that's yeah. how the cartel actually found him. Oh, okay. All right. It was just the fact, it was the pattern that he kept turning up to the same location. So that's why he got shot in the car, but he never had the car bomb because he was always staying in a different motel. So they actually only found him because of the community service that he had to do 
you know when the judge is like, you know, you can't miss a day, you have to do 30 consecutive days mm. of community service, and that was his death sentence, which is kind of ironic because that was how they got him, and he's like, oh, sick of free pass, 30 days of mm. uh, community <laughs> service. Yeah, so I don't think there was any trying to freak him out and shit, but oh, okay. to the next level of mental torture going on, man. I think it's as simple as they only found him because of the community service. Okay. Um, yeah, right. Um, I yeah, cared, I uh, cared. I cared. Yeah, I cared. Do you care? Yeah. Do you think they did a good job? You cared? Um, yeah. I, I, yeah. It was okay. Oh, FYI, it's McPoyle. It is McPoyle. Oh, McPoyle. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I actually... Like, this is probably... <laughs> so, I said... Um, what do we say? Uh, probably... I said this is probably one of my most enjoyed films, right? And, and, and generally, like, in terms of engagement and just watching a film and and not having my phone on like that's one of my metrics of how i rate films and this definitely ticked the boxes that i just was engaged entirely loved the story um and i just i just feel like if you just give us a good character that's developed and an interesting interesting story that's unique yeah. i guess i mean it's not, it's not this story isn't all that unique i mean it has some sort of unique aspects to it you're going to come home with well, a, like, a good movie right yeah so why the fuck do we keep getting these same fucking movies every every month <laughs> um, i can't handle these superhero movies yeah, i can't handle superhero, superhero movies if, Maybe if i just, knew this combo was going to go back to this uh, i would have uh, <laughs> hung up a long time ago <laughs> So passionate, yeah. Sam. Nah, but okay. But a good point, though. Um, I, like I have to admit, I didn't realize how much of a chore it was to watch movies until you started doing this podcast, and we're checking every each week trying to find something to watch. And yeah. I'm like, man, there is a lot of garbage out there. <laughs> yeah. They just keep yeah. producing garbage. Yeah, for sure. And that's why we don't do these podcasts so, like every week because I'm not going to sit through a shit movie and to tell you how shit that movie is because who cares? Like, I'm just some idiot on the internet <laughs> telling you about a shit movie. <laughs> that's yeah, true. Man. Like, our opinion doesn't matter. We're exactly the same. Well, you're definitely, other, like, definitely yeah. some idiot. Speaking I mean, of opinions then, Sambo. Yes. <laughs> so if, if you had to rate this film... Um, out of uh, Tom Cruise's wife, do you rate this a Mimi Rogers, a Nicole <laughs> Kidman, or Katie Holmes? Um, I'm, I'm gonna have to go peak. I'm gonna have to peak Nicole Kidman. Oh, peak Nicole Kidman. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, hard. Nah, oh, I was, was I was thinking the same 40? thing. I, I, I was gonna. Wait, they do. It is. This is. This is. Is this is this pre or post eyes wide shut? <laughs> Um, Dave, I'm going to ask you though, is in that metric of yeah. Mimi Rogers, Nicole Kidman, um, so who was the last one? What's her name? Katie Holmes. Katie, Katie Holmes. Holmes. Mimi Obviously. Rogers is yeah. the worst, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, Katie Holmes is the worst. Oh, okay. Oh, well, Katie anyway. Holmes. So Katie, he was, ma- he was married to Katie Holmes. From 2006 yeah. to 2012, right? Okay. So she covered that period of filmography, oh, and that it was when he was right. his most okay. psycho Scientology. Okay. Oh, okay, that's what that's. The and Katie you. Holmes was also, yeah. So and Katie yeah. Holmes was also. Uh, I get it. I get it. Yeah. I, okay. I get it. Misinterpreted. Cole that. Kidman was a stunner in her day, 
He did. <laughs> 1990 to 2001 was the uh, period of marriage. Yeah. Um, Mimi Rogers Davis was Thunder? all right when she was younger. And uh, no, she. So I think he left his wife for Nicole Kidman in Days of Thunder. Because Nicole Kidman is 90 to 2001 and Mimi Rogers is 87 to 90. Right. Mm. So yeah. that's, I, think, I think this is this is Nicole Kidman era movie. That's how I would rate this. As obscure uh, rating system um, that is. Well, I, is well, he's back in Nicole Kidman. He's back in the Nicole yeah. Kidman era. Um, I would rate this though. My <laughs> rate, my the actual rating system of this uh, podcast is: Would you pay um, money to see this um, um, in the cinema? Would you? Is it worth it? Maybe to pay it on video on demand, or would you just you know? get it for free or like wait for it to come on Netflix. And I guess I would say I strongly advise that this is definitely worth the, the $15 or the $20 um, to go see and make the effort to go see in the cinema. It's not, it's not cinematic. Like this, the, 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 in terms of like the shots and whatnot, it's not really, you know, it's not a grand scale epic, but it's that such an enjoyable film that is worth supporting in an actual theater. Would you agree? Disagree? I, mm. I second that, but yes, like as in this is the perfect. You, you're asking a girl out on the second day, yes, and let's go see a movie, right? And you're like, "Fuck, I need a movie that's gonna be entertaining. That's not gonna freak her out. That's probably gonna get me some at the end of it. Like, let's like, what can I go do this weekend? That's gonna be a solid hit." And this is that movie. It's not the same shit. It's not like um, all the same stuff out there. It's definitely worthwhile actually going out and seeing. And you, you like you're having an entertaining time doing it. Mm. And it's perfect second date movie. If you, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. let's go do something. Yeah. And let's go as long watch, as the date um, doesn't end up like the end of the film, film. and not be disappointed. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Um. True. True. <laughs> but, it's um. Well, as long as someone's getting blown away, chance it should be it should be a good time. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's it, yeah. Sam. Call it. Call it. Wrap it. Wrap, wrap it, up, it up on that on that high note. Um. <laughs> see, um, even, even after all that, if you're hyping it up, would I still go and see it? Probably not. Um, uh, well, it's because you're you're just a, you're just a wet towel of a bloke, mate. <laughs> oh, come on. Sam. I mean, if if we're talking about the art of art of cinema, I mean. Really? Yeah, yeah, but do you, do you, Chance, how often do you get your coin purse out and actually purchase a movie ticket? Can I ask that? That's another issue, Sam, okay? <laughs> I live in a 50 square meter apartment, okay? Well, We've all got... All right, look, let me... Fight. Mate, do. Chance, if you, if you get the cheap Telstra tickets, this is a film worth seeing. Like, when you do your pre-book Telstra tickets, right, where they're, like, half price or whatever that is. You know, you know, when, when, I, when I was considering coming on to, to this, to do this, I, I knew this would come up. <laughs> I'm just trying to save a dollar to support my family. Yeah, um, no, I hey, look, man, it's, look, we get it, we get it. But I'm telling you, it's worth worth booking a month in advance with the ticketing system. <laughs> yeah, your bonus... Point, whatever the fuck yeah, well, is, I, I do have to wait a month because I spent double on the Dunkirk seventy mil, so it's oh, I'm out a month. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
good. All right. Nah, all right. Yeah, I'll write it. I'll write it. It's a good film. Yeah. Thanks. Well, I'll, I'll, I'm enjoy it. Happy I did that. Yeah. Um, this movie doesn't come out until the September 29th in America. So for our American listeners, and we do have a couple of you, definitely watch this movie. Um, if it's between this and fucking, I don't know, bloody uh, insert superhero number one, two, three, or four, watch this. Because otherwise, they're just going to keep making that generic bullshit. Um, all right. Oh, you I may think... want to put a spoiler in there, Sambo. Just cut a spoiler edit in. This is Full Metal, yeah, Dave. This is yeah. Full Metal. Everybody knows that this is Full Metal movie reviews, and every episode is a spoiler episode. Oh, okay, I don't think fine. you've ever clarified that once, to be fair. I'll put it on the Twitter. So if you follow us on Twitter at, um, at, at FMMRPod, um, I'll put it on Twitter. We're on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes. Um, so that you can get us pretty much everywhere. The RSS feed is working, so you can just put in your podcast app of choice. Um, it definitely does work with Podcast Addict. Um, I'm Great not sure when. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure when we'll be back because September it looks like it's gonna be pretty. I mean, there's Kingsman: The Golden Circle. Will you commit to watching that, Dave? Uh, Actually, was there something good. else coming out? Something else coming out in yeah. September. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much. Oh, it. do you know what? What's that? Can we do? We do like some sort of throwback episode. We'll talk about it afterwards. Yeah, all right. Okay. Let's talk about it further. Yeah. Yeah. We'll try yeah. and get these more um, out more frequently. Um, we just had a bit on, and like I said, we're not going to review bad movies, but I mean, Kingsman might be a potential one, and we might so, do something else. Um, emoji, emoji movies out. <laughs> emoji movies. <laughs> <laughs> um, October's, I will tell you though, October's going to be action packed, so strap yourselves in, tuck your cocks away because you've got Blade Runner. Um, so that's definitely we're gonna, definitely watch definitely that. watching that. Yeah. I, I, I saw I went to see Blade Runner the original a yeah. few months ago when they did um, when Event did the uh, you know, the rehashes. So oh, yeah, yeah, and that was awesome actually seeing it in quality. So cheers for the, invite, for the new one. <laughs> uh, good, yeah, good call. Definitely come. Cheers, yeah. cheers for the <laughs> um, yes, <laughs> so we got Blade Runner. <laughs> Um, and uh, we've also got some other. I think Thor comes out, so I'll, I'll commit to watching that. Um, and I think uh, no, My Little Pony actually, yeah. movie is coming out for you, Chance, so you can check that out too. Uh, hey, you know how much those things are worth now, mate? I could probably pay for a few movies after selling a couple of them. I think my, my wife's still got a few. Oh, Chance, I'm so glad you came on. Welcome, welcome to the, the, the fraternity that is Full Metal Movie Reviews. Listeners, I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, we'll, we'll leave it there and until next time